Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. everyone, it's the one and only V, the girl economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, El Cuco, working the airways, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app, known to humanity. We are everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. We apologize for the lateness. I had a hot water enema appointment that I was not going to be late to. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm just kidding. I just had get a, Mr. Deep cleansing. No, no, I'm like a hot water enema to start the day. You know, you get fired up and uh, you're ready to go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just had a, a hair. I didn't have to get my hair cut. It is what it is. Anyway, we got Matthew Aaron coming up uh, 2 p.m. today, Siege. 2 p.m. Yes, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you know, so that's going to be exciting. So keep it locked and loaded right here. And with that being said, Siege, what's going on, man? What is the latest? I know there's some things that we we we, we want to go over. Uh, some incredible uh, news reports that are coming out. Where do you want to begin? Well, I I think we should spend a little time discussing the. Uh, turmoil that's going to be hitting uh, the financial markets uh, th- this year. I think we're we're set kind of a, for a roller coaster ride, V, in terms of of, of what's happening uh, geopolitically. And I think that uh, banks are are starting to to realize that there's a lot of negotiation in regards to what can they do to curb inflation, um, you know, raising interest rates, uh, laying off people, uh, lots of things as these uh, people who. <laughs> Want to pretend um, that they know <laughs> yeah. what they're doing? Uh, try to reinstitute policies to preserve uh, the hegemony of the dollar. V. <laughs> what, can, what can they do to get rid of inflation? How about you get rid of Washington D.C.? Let's start there first. <laughs> start there. That's a great start, right? <laughs> that's that's the only way. That is the only way that they're going to get rid of inflation. Number one, you got to get rid of Washington D.C. Number two, you either got to cancel and or reset the currency. That is it. And you'd have to go to some sort of commodity backing in order for this paper Ponzi to survive, uh, you know, onto the, uh, you know, into the next level. You, in other words, you got to let the Ponzi scheme collapse, right? You can't let it survive. You need to go into something real. You need to, you need to transition 
And see, I was thinking about this list a couple of days ago, right? And I, and 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 the, and the truth hit me—a reality, a real deep reality, and a real deep truth. And here it is: so long as the speculative economy exists, so long as that we have fractional reserve lending, so long that we have the type of involvement that the central bank has within the economy of the United States of America, so long as we have those things in place, there could never be a physical economy. The physical economy, I'm talking about manufacturing and industry, the things that we used to have in this country will deal a death blow to the current speculative economy that exists as the parasitic drain on the lives of American people. And and that's the thing here, Siege. It's like we need to re-industrialize. We need to end the central banking. We need to cancel and or reset the currency. And we need to peg our currency to something real, perhaps the energy reserves of the United States. Maybe it's natural gas. Maybe it's the petroleum product that we that we export. Maybe the dollar becomes an energy-backed commodity, or, or I'm sorry, an energy-backed. Uh, uh, currency, something of those lines, but the current, you know, scam system is running its course. And Siege, we see it all the time. Banks are already locking arms. They are getting into agreements one with another, stating that if it all goes down tomorrow, that we're going to make sure that we survive. And in spite of the interest rates and the rumors of interest rates, hikes and whatnot, the cheap money is going to flow. It's not going to benefit mainstream America. Mainstream America is going to die. Folks, you got to understand one thing, right? You have to understand that when they, when they turn on the cheap money, it is only to save themselves. In other words, they are putting on the life jackets, the life vests, the life preservers. They're the ones hopping into the lifeboats, and they're going to make sure that they drown you because your death and your drowning, right? I'm not talking about your physical death, or even though that could occur, but I'm talking about your, your financial destruction, your financial drowning, your financial death is their survival. That is the only way it ends for them, and the only thing that we can do is be prepared for what is ahead, CJ. Yeah, very, very well said. And today at 2 p.m., we're going to pick apart a um, a JRE video and, and a guest. And I don't want to go into details, but we're just going to pick it apart as it relates to the alignment and the geopolitical process of of looking at the uh, events unfolding in in Russia, Ukraine, and, and are you talking about the, that 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 ponytailed guy with a beard? I can't remember what his name is. I can't. I can't remember what his name is. He's some shit from China. He's garbage. He's a. He's a bullshit. He's so fucking fake. That guy is a. Yeah, his his expertise. I heard him speak one time. He wrote a book, uh, "The End of the World's Only the Beginning," and uh, I forgot what his name was. But uh, he uh, he he he's he comes out as some Russia expert. He mispronounces all the names. Right, he butchers all the names, and he's a Russia expert of every uh, every place of combat in uh, Ukraine and Russia. And then he's like, "Yeah, the Russians are going to lose, or we're going to kick ass." And it's like the guy's qualifications—he's a—he has a political science degree. That's it. That's <laughs> it. He's a yeah. That's Peter Zihan. That's it. Uh, another idiot, Peter Zihan. That's it. Thank you, Velas. 
Yeah. But, so, uh, and I think this is a, a, a great reminder in terms of, of what that foreign policy looks like and, and why they try to, to maintain it. And I, and I forgot about this video. It's a little bit dated. It has Condoleezza Wright. If you think of the events that unfolded in the Middle East, um, looking at trying to control certain aspects of, of preserving the dollar, uh, she pretty much spells out what the operation is and why they want to uh, maintain this. So it's just like two minutes long. So let's play this real quick. Deaths of millions of people. That's on her resume. And then she's been calling for a war with Russia for over a decade now. Here she is eight years ago laying out how Russia is trying to change the unipolar order. And when great powers start behaving badly, it gets really dangerous. We have now, I think, a very dangerous, perfect storm between a leader who is unreconciled to the post-war, post-Cold War order in Europe, willing to use a combination of economic pressure, military force, intimidation, and surrogates to get his Is way she talking about the United States? That's what it sounds like. Pushing exactly. for a confrontation with Putin for a very long time. Her words should not be taken lightly. We now have a new bloodthirsty Congress with a new Speaker of the House last night, Kevin McCarthy, the guy who literally wears a Ukrainian flag pin and had dinner with Klaus Schwab and promised to fund an endless war in Ukraine last week. So if you don't think for a second that crap is about to hit the fan, then you are not paying attention. Maybe a lot of people are still in their Christmas fog and they're you know, still drunk or hungover. I don't know. But stuff's about to get serious. And with that, let's jump into China's gold purchases for the months of November and December, V. Yep. China has bought uh, exactly 31 tons in December. And uh, it's also pretty interesting. We also have some sovereign wealth, um, um, you know, institutions that are linked to the East. And we can't exactly say who it is and who which government they're actually linked to. But it's not Western. I promise you that they clipped 51 tons undisclosed. So when China makes the official thing saying that, hey, they bought 30 tons, their central bank has bought 30 tons. They're not telling you that their sovereign wealth funds of which there are, there are a handful of those, have bought another 50... Oh, I just said it. Damn it. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to say it. Shit. How much well, off the record? You guys, 50... 50 uh, fuck, that was it. 51. Okay, they bought 81 tons the, uh, in the month of December. Fuck it. I said it. 81 tons. That, that, that's just for December. I, there, there's plenty more they bought the previous month and the month before that and a month before that. They're they're clipping close to 100 tons a week. I'm sorry, 100 tons a month. Yep. Yep. There's no physical, man. Physical is getting real thin and the U.S. is getting really concerned because this is a charade game, right? This is a charade game. This has nothing to do with reality. <clears throat> the U.S. cannot fight a war. Okay, it cannot fight a land war in Asia. The Russians will absolutely roll the U.S. in a war. There's no doubt about it in my mind. You can take that to the bank. I am willing to bet everything that I own on that fact. That's number one. Number two, the United States has been outplayed in a catastrophic way economically with China. 
So they're not going to win that round either. Okay. The United States is a ticking time bomb. It is only the only reason why it survives today is because of perception. And for a lot of people, perception is reality. Okay. And that's the only reason why the U.S. is surviving today because people still perceive it to be the largest economy in the world. People still perceive it to be the most powerful, you know, uh, uh, military on God's green earth. It's none of the above. You know, oftentimes like Barack Obama said it best. Barack Obama said that Russia is a, is a gas station masquerading as a country. Well, you know what the United States is? is a Ponzi scheme masquerading as an economy. That's all it is. Mm. The United States mm. is a $2 trillion to $4 trillion economy masquerading as a, a, as a, as a 20 or $30 trillion juggernaut. It's not. Uh, maybe six trillion on a, on a good day, but when you look at real economic metrics, not the fake GDP numbers, which are completely reengineered, reshuffled debt. Okay, that's all the GDP numbers are. It's absolute bullshit. And you start looking at PPI, which is a more accurate. It's not perfect either, but it's a more accurate measure. You'll see that the U.S. has gotten smoked by China, maybe about three years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got people till this day. Well, China, you know, they, they're going to be the largest economy in the world. But since they shut down because there's zero COVID policy, uh, by 2030, China will surpass the United States as the largest. There are stupid people that still believe that and parrot those ideas. No, they've already surpassed us in a major way. And, yeah, do they have problems in their economy? Absolutely. But none of the problems in their economy is as dangerous or as systemic as ours. We are the dirtiest filthiest shirt in the playground not only are we the dirtiest filthiest shirt but our shirt is ripped and torn and has holes in it that's how bad it is and that goes for the entire west there's no industrial production in this country whatsoever like i think it was scott ritter who you know uh, uh, lieutenant scott ritter uh former u.n weapons inspector that said it best if the british army were to get into a war with russia a land war over ukraine they would run out of ammo in two weeks. That is a fact. Oh. Think about how bad it is where the United States says, hey, uh, hey, Ukraine, um, we can't, you need to cut back on the HIMARS because we can't, we're running out of ammo. We're running out of HIMARS. We gave them one Patriot missile battery. Why? Because we've, we've, we've given Patriot missile batteries to all of our allies, which is a piece of junk weapon system. The Patriot is a piece of junk third-rate weapon system that barely works half the time, just like the Thad, just like the Javelin. Think about this, right? With all these wonder waffins that the U.S. is supplying Ukraine, the Ukrainians are getting cream, okay? And you got to understand, the Ukrainians, they fight hard. These are hard fo- like, for instance, if Ukraine goes to war with Germany, it would, it, would, it, would, it, would, it would annihilate the Germans. If the Ukrainians fought the British, they'd kick the British's ass. If they fought the Poles, they'd wreck them. If they fought the French, they'd annihilate the French. But they're getting smoked in Russia. They're, they're being put in a meat grinder, an absolute meat grinder, where the time is on the Russian side. And with all these wonder waffens, these wonder weapons, the U.S., first it was javelins. Javelins are going to make a, a huge dent. And then they're finding stores and stores of javelins in the middle of the battlefield inoperable. 
and a lot of the dead Ukrainians, they're dead, and on their phones, the first Google search they're fi- trying to find out right now, and they screenshot the Google search in <laughs> Ukrainian was how to make the javelin work. Javelin dead battery. The batteries are going dead. Javelin this. Oh, it's javelin going to make... And then it was like, oh, the, the 777 howitzer is going to make a, a huge impact. And what happened? We put a bunch of 777 howitzers on the ground, and the Russians smoked every single one of them. And now they're saying it's the high Mars. We're gonna put the high Mars on, and the high Mars are are, are, are have been smoked as well. The yep. U.S. cannot fight a real enemy. It cannot. It, the United States has never won a war. Let that sink in. It has never, ever, ever won a war. And you got all these people. Like, well, what about World War Two? We didn't win World War Two. Get that out of get get your head out of your rear end. Wake up to reality, Junior. Smell the coffee, Bubba. We did not win World War II. Eight out of ten German deaths were in the hands of Russians, not Americans. When captured German communications and documents were captured in Berlin about who they were worried about the most. Who were the generals? That they were worried about the most. It wasn't Patton. Patton didn't, Patton didn't even make the top 23 list of generals that they were worried about. But Hollywood makes you think Patton was a genius. Hollywood makes you think that the American you know, war, you know, war machine is this invincible thing. It's great at knocking off mud huts in the third world. I give you that. But they would get smoked in a real conflict against a real modern military. Period. That's a fact. And there's plenty of countries out there that have special forces and special operations forces and military capability that rivals the U.S. Case in point, Cope India, 2008, Air Force exercise that occurred where the United States, they didn't want to take the F-22 because they knew the F-22 would have been embarrassed. But the F-22 was operational at that time. They flew over to India, okay, and they brought along F-15s and F-16s, F-15C, the latest block variant of the F-15 and the latest block variants of the F-16 Fighting Falcon, a.k.a. the Viper, right? I think they were bringing up block 70s. And uh, they simulated air-to-air combat, Indian Air Force, and their uh, Su-30 MKIs, Russian-made with Indian and French avionics, um, um, as well as some Israeli avionics, the, uh, uh, the uh, Sukhoi Su-30 MKI. And the Indians creamed the American Air Force with an 8-to-1 kill ratio, meaning every single aircraft, every one Indian aircraft that the United States shot down, the Indians took out eight. So don't fall for this bullshit. that Because the, the, we, if you fall for the thing that we're the biggest this and we're the baddest that, you fall for the danger of forecasting into a bubble. And that is where every single politician and every single U.S. you know, quote unquote, military expert and financial expert does in this country. I'm successful in predicting where things are going. Why? Because I don't fall for the bullshit. I'm a contrarian by nature, and data and truth and reality speaks for themselves, folks. Don't buy into it. it, it, it these people are not. They, they want to. Increase, look, 
the Russians and Chinese have two options on the table. Number one, let the dollar die because it's going to, you know, implode on itself. Or, you know, worse comes to worse, if push comes to shove, when the whatever moronic administration is in power and decides to, you know, do the nu- nuclear launch codes and hit the red button and launch our incredibly vaunted Minuteman and Trident 1, 2, and uh, Trident 3 missiles and our Minuteman missiles, which are all pieces of junk made in the 70s, okay? Uh, we're lucky if even 20% of them actually work. They will be taken off. They will be destroyed on their launch pads by by Russian hypersonics as soon as they're lifting up. It, 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 it's a quick decapitation strike. It's not that hard. But you know what? You have idiots in this country that are pushing the Russians to do just that. Good, Siege. Yeah, I mean, I think that China and Russia want a systematic uh, reset of the system. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something that they have been been asking for for the past decade. And and now they're at the point now where and I, I don't think they want the entire West to collapse or else I think their their actions would no. be much more aggressive, much more aggressive easily. Right? right. Ukraine is a no brainer. What they could do with Ukraine. Same thing with China, with Taiwan. They could easily if they wanted to to do those things. But I, I, I they don't want it to go full scorched earth. They they understand that the United States, the West collectively uh, still a very viable player. So how do we change about the current economic system that's evolving and potentially what i think the u.s could united states could be doing in the west is is trying to to delay that how far can they stretch out to come up with some new ideas of of how to change a system but fundamentally it's 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 just so flawed already because you know the united states government itself is going to have no choice but to continue massive spending and with the new gop you're going to see more trillions of dollars come in it may come in the uh, form of direct stimulus to american households again i think there's another round of that probably coming around the curb that they're going to have to institute those things they have no choice but to continue uh the spending now the 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 flip side of that is in in regards to what happens here in the united states we cannot we cannot systematically reindustrialize ourselves it's 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 not cost effective for companies to expand to the the labor the labor price is way too high the cost of of rare goods is, is getting even more challenging. Why? Because a lot of these foreign policies. So the idea of, of reindustrializing the, the West and particularly the United States is going to be very difficult. Now, foreign companies have, have brought manufacturing here in the United States. Shoot. There's a Honda plant that makes a CRV in Greensburg, Indiana. Uh, the Mercedes, I believe are, are made in, in Kentucky somewhere. So, so it's possible to do those things, but we need the adults in the room to enter to say, okay, we understand that the world is changing. How can we do this systematically? But the problem is they're not even willing to even negotiate. They don't even have a beginning to negotiate or even a, a good faith effort V to even bring the leaders to the table to say, we understand things are changing. How are we going to do this? Um, and it's, and it's just, and it's just so sad. So we get more distractions. We get the Twitter files. We get, we're going to push for investigations. We got today that Joe Biden stored uh, uh confidential document classified documents in a closet we're going to get all this chaos this this nonsense for american people to uh have a faith in the system the current system that we're we're managing no we're not managing the current system that's in place that things are going to change and 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 it's not and it's very it's 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 very interesting to see what's happening we get the world bank now 
this is a joke because we've already been in, in a recession. The World Bank now saying, hey, by the way, we're, <laughs> we're going to start out a warning here that we're previously we're really close to to falling into a recession, a recession <laughs> about global depression. <laughs> right. And, and, th- and that's what's going to happen. It's like the global economy that's been built up by the West, the unipolar world was a Titanic. Okay, it was deemed unsinkable. It was deemed the best there is. It was deemed the most liquid. It was deemed the most deepest markets, blah, 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 blah. And now many countries around the world, over 173 of them, have realized, holy crap, these people are insane. Holy crap, these people are about as responsible as a drunken sailor on shore leave. There's no reason for us to keep our investments with them. And what Kissinger said is true. It is, it is, uh, you know, it's a dangerous thing to be a friend of the United States. It's a dangerous, it's a dangerous thing to be an enemy of the United States. And it's a deadly thing to be an ally of the United States. Okay. (laughs) We are agreement non capable. Okay. Agreement non capable. And Americans need to wake the hell up. Here's a great article. This is from uh, um, Odyssey.com. Of, this is a veteran site. Panic grips special forces community amid investigation into drugs and human trafficking. Wow, this is quite different each than the Hollywood version of special forces soldiers who are so noble and who are willing to jump on a grenade and blah, blah, blah. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you. Think. See, do you know what you know? Do you know what what how many freedoms have have, have we won or lost with our military? Because we what what freedom have they have they won for us? Siege. I'm, I'm trying, trying to figure, trying to figure that out. out. Where, where 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 is it? Help me help me understand exactly. that. Exactly. People need to wake up from this military porn worship. Okay. Stop with this. Thank you for your service. What service? You went overseas, you fought for corporate interests. Stop it already. Stop it. You think we would have been in Libya if Libya's number one export was kumquats? Do you think that we'd be in in, in Syria if Syria's number one export was broccoli? I mean, come on, folks. Right? (laughs) It's ridiculous. Panic and fear spread throughout the special operations community at Fort Bragg in Fayetteville, North Carolina, as CID and FBI agents investigated members of 3rd Special Forces Group in Delta who allegedly were involved in drug and, in one instance, human trafficking, according to nearly a dozen current and former military sources. The arrest began Thursday, January 5th, and culminated with 100% recall and accountability formation for 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Forces Group yesterday. It is unknown when the investigation into drug and human trafficking in Fort Bragg began, but it is known that the FBI became involved in investigating the deaths of Tommy Dumas, the Delta Force operator, Benny Levine, in 2020 when both were found shot to death at a training site on Bragg. Oh, wasn't that nice, Siege? Our brave men and women, these are the guys who are going to put Trump in power in Washington, D.C., and and save the day. They're going to work with the crash helmets, man. They, too, are human trafficking narco criminals. Last week's arrest began with investigators receiving more evidence after an undercover law enforcement officer posing as an underage girl helped arrest a member of the 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Forces Group, back in December. 
That individual is known to moonlight as a bouncer at a bar in Southern Pines, frequented by the Special Forces community. And a military source close to the situation explained to Connecting Vets that the Green Beret is alleged to have been pimping underage girls to Special Forces community at drug-fueled parties in Southern Pines. Now you know why the Middle East calls us the Great Satan. I remember a story that a very close family member of mine, guys like pretty much my big brother, he served in Desert Storm, okay, the first Gulf War, right? And the second Gulf War, he was observing what was happening. And when they saw Blackwater, uh, you know, Mercs and whatnot, um, getting high on cocaine, as well as other special forces operators, getting high on cocaine, doing drugs, you know, opening the balcony windows of the Baghdad Hotel and firing machine guns into the air, and into the crowd while having no clothes on, stark naked. The Iraqis looked up and said, these people are insane. These are demons. These are devils. And they're right. They're right. Now, our vaunted special operations forces are still vaunted. Let me give you an example of how well they perform when they're not fighting hajis and mud huts and, and whatnot. Well, we already know the special operations forces, they've already been rolled, rolled by goat herders in Afghanistan. Okay, you probably might have seen the uh, the 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 movie Lone Survivor about Marcus Luttrell, Operation Red Wings, right? That was the the actual uh, uh, operation of that Delta. I'm sorry, that Navy SEAL uh, group. And one of the things that they were astounded by is that is that these men. When you read the book and you actually read the account, not the stupid movie. Again, this is Hollywood bullshit, right? Dude, those seals were smoked. Okay, the Hajis, as they like to call them, were faster than they were. They were fearless. They're being shot at. They don't duck. They're coming at you. Okay. So our vaunted special operations force. Also, let's go to eight eight eight, right? August eighth, two thousand eight. What happened on August eighth, two thousand eight? The South Ossetia conflict in Georgia. That's the time when the Thai eater, Mikhail Shakasvili, the guy's a lunatic. Uh, that's the guy who got caught on TV eating his own tie. Okay, Shakasvili. That moron. Under the tutelage of, 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 the, of, the, of, the, of the great mastermind and war criminal himself, Dick Shaney, or Dickless Shaney, Dickless told him, hey, why don't you reconquer the Ossetia? This was a trial run, folks. This is the trial run. What happened on 8-8-2008... <clears throat> was supposed to be the dry run of what we're seeing in the 2014 Maidan in the Ukraine and what we're seeing currently with the Russian-Ukrainian war and its issues in the Donbass. You have South Ossetia, which is a majority ethnic Russian population living in Georgia in a UN neutral zone that the U.S. using Green Beret and Delta operators went in with the Georgian military, not from Georgia, the, the, the state, but Georgia, the country. And they were told, because Dickless Shaney said, you can go in there and the Russians will roll over, they'll do nothing. In fact, all the think tanks, the non-thinking tanks, okay? The non-thinking tanks who don't think, right? their, their job, or, or, I'm just going to re- rename them. They're known as the circle jerk tanks. All the circle jerk tanks, you know, passed out lube that day and, jerked off really hard, 
And they said, you know what? The Russians will do nothing. Why? Because we circle-jerked each other. And with all the circle-jerking we've been doing and we've brought ourselves to climax, we realized that with all our circle-jerking that the Russians will do nothing if we invade South Ossetia and allow the Georgian military to reclaim Ossetia. This way, we can continue to play out the grand chessboard that the great evil moron named Zygbinia Brzezinski wrote in his book, The Grand Chessboard, and how Eastern Europe must be rolled into NATO and how to contain Russia. So Georgia was the jump-off point. So what happened? Third Special Forces Group, 1st Battalion, their members, along with Delta, coincidentally, were in South Ossetia on 8-8-2008. So they decided to go in there and roll the Russians, take over the town. And whatever happens to the ethnic Russians, oh, well, that's just collateral damage. The Russians descended on them. They And, and again, the Russians that came down on 8-8-2008 were not the same Russians that we have today. They were a weaker force. They were not as well equipped. Okay, they were not. They were still rebuilding their military at that time. And what happened? The special forces were a bunch of jerk offs with low testosterone levels. You don't believe me? Google testosterone levels and U.S. special forces. You will find that the average U.S. special forces has a testosterone level of between two hundred and three hundred nanograms per deciliter of blood. That is the equivalent of a healthy 84-year-old man. Okay? Let's deal with reality. That's why most of your special farces okay, are, are war criminals, and when they come home, they have PTSD. Why? Why do they suffer so much PTSD? They have low testosterone levels, and there's a correlation between testosterone levels and PTSD. I want you to think about it. Men from 100 years ago, men from 1,000 years ago will go to war in the most bloodiest of conflicts, World War I, World War II, right? Even before that, Civil War, Revolutionary War. Hell, before that, spears and, 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 and arrows and swords. You want to talk about up close and personal and bloody and PTSD? There you go. How come nobody wrote about PTSD? High testosterone levels allow you to comp compartmentalize some of the most violent acts that a man can do. A man is designed, his brain is designed to compartmentalize that. But when your testosterone levels go up from 1,100 or 1,200 nanograms per deciliter of blood and it drops to 300 to 200, <laughs> Charlie everywhere! Oh my God, I heard a balloon pop. The Charlie, Charlie everywhere. I got That's what happens. They break. So these special farces, because, you know, I saw all the Hollywood movies, Chuck Norris, Delta Force. Right? Hollywood eyes, Delta Force went in to South Ossetia and they got smoked. They got smoked. Just like the same faggots are getting smoked in, in Ukraine today. And this is why the first thing we need to know after, after we fix our economy, after we get rid of central banking, after we do all that, is we need to stop this military worship and go back to a defensive force that maintains a standing army for continental defense. Or that's it. We don't need, you know, 934 military bases in 192 countries. We don't need that. 
Okay? We don't need that. So this is what happens when there's no war, the guy was saying. This is what happens when there's no war, no direction. An 18-month red cycle with no mission. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, the, if that's a correct comment. Like this section right here, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't buy it. Okay, this is what happens when there's no war, no direction, an 18-month red cycle with no mission. Special Force soldier said. So dudes are just fucking around with young kids, the craziest drugs. These are fucking losers. All these lives ruined because people are just bored. Uh, that's not true. The U.S. has been using, there's been an increased tick in the use of special operations since the quote-unquote global war on terror started. The global war on terror. Since that started, there's been an uptick on how many special forces. Special forces have seen an increased use now. They're all hammers looking for little mud hut nails, little G, little haji nails, little goat herders that they think they can push around, right? So that's not the thing. So whether the individual rolled on his accomplices or roll or roll, blah, law enforcement ripped the data from his cell phone, it quickly led to the arrest of another Green Beret. Involved in drug trafficking, 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Forces, the Special Forces Group. With the information of additional suspects in hand, CID and military police set up shop at one of the main bottlenecks to enter and exiting Fort Bragg, the long street gate between Post and Southern Pines. It was a trail of tears and douchebag cars, said a Special Forces member who witnessed the scene last week. While each soldier stopped for questioning, had their vehicle parked along the street. One of those stops at the gate was a member of the Army's elite counterterrorism unit, known as Delta Farce. Yeah, they, they, we send Delta Farce to go train with these other ferries over in the other side of the pond, known as uh, the British SAS. So the Delta Farce, who have recently been picked up by the unit after serving in 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Ops Group, the physician's assistant at 3rd, blah, blah, blah. The dragnet led to questioning of 15 service members in total regarding drug-related allegations. But why? How come these guys are so adept to go into narco trafficking, human trafficking? How, 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 why would they do that? I'll tell you why. See, what's going on in the, in the southern border of Mexico right now? Oh yeah, oh yeah, the drug wars. Bingo, the drug wars. Right? You have uh, uh, Noscala, New Generation Cartel. Right? The New Generation Cartel, which is headed by a former officer of the Mexican military who was a CIA asset okay is in charge of new generation and Chapo Guzman and the Sinaloa cartel which kind of kept the peace right they were like the Robin Hood guys they're no longer in charge right they fell out of favor right so the new generation who are the nut jobs running around beheading people and shooting up innocent people and all sorts of heinous crimes that you're seeing in, in those cartel areas right um they're rising to power. That is CIA through and through, 100%. And a lot of the drug trafficking logistics that flow into this country and some of the moonlighting that occurs with Sicarios link back to U.S. Special Forces. So it's no surprise that a bunch of boys in Bragg, at Bragg, are involved in human trafficking and narco-trafficking. Why? Because that's what they do. You thought you thought they're out there? You thought the special forces were out there to fight for freedom wherever there's trouble? G.I. Joe was there. G.I. Joe, a real American hero. You thought, you thought that they were doing that. You thought they were doing that. 
the the thing of special forces, folks, the primary use of special forces is to take down political and corporate opposition. Okay? The primary purpose of special forces is not to really win wars because they can't win a war, but they're a bunch of pussies. The primary competition, I mean, the primary purpose is to eliminate political competition and corporate competition. It is to further entrench American or unipolar, deep state, globalist, satanic corporate interests. And this is why when CIA planes are downed and they find thousands of tons and th- or thousands of pounds of cocaine, because the cocaine import agency sometimes, uh, you know, they, they crash planes and stuff like that. Special operation forces are always there. Because narco trafficking and human trafficking is what they specialize in. But that's not what Hollywood told me. Wake up and smell the coffee, folks. They are nothing. There's no difference from a with from a Sicario and a, and 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 a, and, a, and, a, and a spec ops guy from you know high level Green Beret, Marine Force Recon, Force Recon. They're, they're just hammers, but Delta Force and stuff like that. There's no difference between those guys and a Sicario, except in the Sicario, you know what you're getting. You know you're getting a hitman. Over here, we get a second rate to hitman. It's it, it's unbelievable, unbelievable, and that's the way. That's the real. That's the and the, and the guys who figure it out who are in spec ops because they thought they were serving God and country, and they figure out they wake up. They're like, holy crap! What do they do? They leave, man. They leave. They get out. They got nothing to do with it. So that's where our siege. Go ahead. Oh wait, let me see. Let me just finish this up. The drugs Get allegedly distributed amongst the special operations community include cocaine. See, isn't that wonderful? Yeah, some cocaine, bro. Some ecstasy. Oh, fentanyl, baby. And look, these guys are real killers. They're such killers. They have fentanyl lollipops. So good. You know why I have fentanyl lollipops? Because most of them are a bunch of broken men, arrested development children. Okay. And they have fentanyl lollipops because it helps them deal with their PTSD, CJ. Your PTSD. Slava Kokena is right, cowboy. Slava Kokena. And this is the reason why we're in Ukraine. Slava Kokena. Ukraine is what? I said this in 2014 when the Maidan happened. Ukraine will go into the control of Western oligarchs. It will be a place of human and narco trafficking. And that's why you need American special forces over there. And, of course, what will be a special farce without something that is found in their backpacks? The date rape drug, Rufinol, also known as Rufis. The U.S. Army Special Operations Command is aware. Of course they're aware. There are their allegations of drug involvement from special forces soldiers assigned to U.S. United States Special Operations Command units at Fort Bragg. U- USA SOC or SOC Public Affairs Lieutenant Colonel Mike Burns said so said in a statement to Connecting Vets, "We all take our allegations very seriously and are fully com- uh, cooperating with the Criminal Investigations Division. CID's investigation is ongoing, and it would be a pr- inappropriate to discuss the status of their investigations." The statement said, 
All soldiers have the right of due process, including the presumptions of innocence under the Uniform Code of the Military Justice. And because they're special operators is the reason why their names have not been published as of yet. Panic began within the special farces community over the weekend, with rumors swirling that the arrests were also connected to various murders around Fort Bragg in recent years. I don't know if you've all been paying attention to this, but I have. I've been hearing about it almost every other year. I know I have clients of mine who are former spec ops. And they're like, yo, it's a dirty business. They, 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 these are criminals. There's, there's no difference between these guys and Sinaloa or, or New Generation Cartel or, or a mafia group. There's no difference. Right? While other service members quickly disposed of their drug stashes and evidence of, of other nefarious activities, several sources described to connecting vets. Last year, the official publication of the Special Warfare Center and School in Fort Bragg published an issue of their official Special Warfare magazine, specifically about the ethical issues within the Special Forces community. Clearly, that message was not heard. On Sunday, 1st Battalion, 3rd Special Forces Group was recalled to Fort Bragg and instructed to form up in uniform outside the unit's high-performance training center once their service members were given drug tests and admonished by superiors. 1st Battalion is where much of the drug and human trafficking charges originate from, and the epicenter appears to be the drug dealer's team, ODA 3135. Other battalions in the group are expected to be swept up in the investigation in the coming days and weeks. One Special Forces member described the tone of 3rd Special Operations Group as being a mass cow, referring to mass casualty event in combat while more soldiers are injured than the medics can possibly handle. I can confirm 15 soldiers turned assigned, were questioned and released to their command. Two of the soldiers have been cleared of any wrongdoing. The overwhelming majority of Army Special Operations Forces live in SOF values every day. The use of illegal drugs or other illegal activity goes directly against the values and does not reflect the behavior. We demand blah, 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 so on and so forth. Who gives a rat's for end? But that's, that's reality. That's the country you live in. This is the, this is the government that we have. This is the government that we have all the while they're telling you that look at us. We are patriots. We love the American people. We drape ourselves in the American flag. We sing the national anthem. We do it all. All these things need to get done away with in order for this country to live. I mean, uh, karmic justice is coming upon America, folks, and we are tasting it now. Go ahead, Siege. Nope, that's all I got, V. Good stuff. Fantastic. And with that being said, folks, we have the incomparable Matthew Eric coming in at 2 p.m. Is that right? That's right, 2 p.m. So don't go anywhere. Keep it locked and loaded right here. Keep it locked here. And with that being said, CJ, take it away. <laughs> 